Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Well, I would say <laughs> things have been better. I mean, there's the whole quarantine thing, which is um, mm -hmm. a bit hard to manage. But then news just broke today about a celebrity breakup that I was completely shocked by. And so I'm so happy that we have a guest here because as soon as I read the news, I immediately was like, I have to send this to Annabelle. So before we get started, I guess I'll say, Annabelle, welcome. Thanks for joining yeah. us. Hi, guys. <laughs> My world has been rocked this morning. I Kristen Cavallari okay. and Jay Cutler. Yeah, Nashville Nashvillians. Yeah, I'm shocked. And I mean... Granted, I haven't watched most of the second season of Very Cavallari. Also, reality TV, as we know, is not necessarily 100% true. But I just, like, I did not expect this. And it, during quarantine, no less. I could not imagine, like, going through a divorce during quarantine. Just, that was my first thought, too. Just, like, <laughs> why? <laughs> Where are you going to go? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I guess they, I think they haven't sold that one house. They still have, like, they have those, like, two huge houses in Nashville or right outside or whatever. But, um. I was going to say, they're definitely rich enough to, like, acquire another property during quarantine, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, they, well, it was funny because, like, a couple weeks ago, the big, or maybe it was last week, who knows at this point, the big story was that, like, they were still in the Bahamas. And everyone was like, why are you in the Bahamas? And basically it was like that they were told that it wasn't safe to, or it was safer for them to stay in the Bahamas and travel back home. Like all the while, all these different travel uh, restrictions were being put in place. So they're on in the Bahamas for like a month. It's seemingly pretty similar to the Army Hammer situation of them just like in the Cayman Islands. Which I think is, they uh, like fled to the Cayman Islands too. Like they were like, we are not staying in LA. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think they were, like, in New York, maybe, for the Broadway show he was going to do slash do, is doing at some point. Mm. And then, yeah, she made a comment about how, like, we were going to go back to L.A. And we figured, well, we we're going to go to the Cayman Islands anyway. Let's just get there earlier. And then everything kind of shut down. And they're seemingly <laughs> still in the Cayman Islands. Well, isn't, like, Army Hammer's family from the Cayman Islands? They very so, like, sketchily I feel like lived they there. they have, like... For, like, a yes, decent amount of upbringing. I feel like they have, upbringing. like, connections. I feel like yeah, he I feel was like born in mm -hmm. L.A., and then he, like, moved to the Cayman Islands in, like, elementary school or something. I'm saying this like I couldn't be looking it up. But then he, like, lived in... <laughs> or maybe he was born in... He's lived in, I think, both Texas and L.A., but also a good chunk of his upbringing was in the Cayman Islands. So, mm -hmm. which, again, uh, doesn't read sketchy at all, in my opinion, but alas. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let's see. Yeah, he was born in L.A. Um, he lived in Dallas for many years. When he was seven, his family moved to the Cayman Islands, where they lived for five years. And then went back to L.A. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. That's Army mm. Hammer for you. <laughs> the most Army Hammer E-Chambers thing. To Army do. tends to come up a lot. Yeah. But, you know, with Annabelle here, you know, we got to bring it up. We got yeah. There has to be at well, least one I Call mean, Me By Your Name reference. I don't know. I mean, I guess they're doing well. Yeah. 
But anyway, so that's my celebrity gossip news. I don't know if you all have seen or heard anything. It's well, I guess it's been widely reported that Timmy and Lily Rose Depp broke up. I was going to say that, too. I mean, I feel like we all kind of suspected to knew, but... Didn't that article um, come out a while confirmed. ago? I feel like... I don't know. I, I feel, feel like, like a we couple knew. weeks ago, well, we were that all interview talking. came out. Yeah. That interview came out where he said he was single, but I guess it wasn't like... I don't know. Yeah, I feel like we did. I mean, <laughs> I know that I knew because I remember... Uh, I think I like made a comment or I asked and someone was like, oh, yeah, he did an interview recently where he said he was single. So then that didn't but that didn't really make the news. And now it's like every single headline I see, you know, in pop culture is about how him and Lily Rose Depp broke up. So I'm like, are they just picking up the same interview? And like, finally, it's like, I don't know, people are bored enough that that's what they want to talk about. Or uh, did he like do another interview recently where he talked about being single. I don't know. So who knows? Who knows? Who cares? Our boy <laughs> is single. And between Timmy and Jay, Annabelle, you have your work cut out for you. <laughs> I know I have a lot of internet sleuthing to do to find out where these people are and how I can conveniently bump into them. Yeah, I don't think there's going to be much bumping into anyone in the current climate, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> very true. My very biggest hurdle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like the last time you were on and we did the Chris debate and we were talking, I remember talking about how apparently like Chris Evans is just always like out and about in Boston. We're like, let's do a group trip up to Boston. We'll just have to do like, you know, group trips. Off out and about. I mean, my understanding is like on the town and like getting around Boston. <laughs> Excuse you. Uh, so yeah. I'm here for it. I that's I don't know. It's just what I've heard. Oh, oh yeah. Word you on the sources. <laughs> it's just just what I've heard. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Everyone says that uh, Michael Sheen fucks a lot. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I one million percent believe it. How interesting. Nor gets angry when I talk about that. Can we like <laughs> sidebar and discuss how Kate Beckinsale's taste in men has just is just like very bonkers? She was married to Michael Sheen, which like I would say at the time, maybe like an interesting match. He's I wouldn't say mm-hmm. like classically handsome, but he's definitely handsome. I understand the appeal. I understand I the appeal. I get the appeal of Michael Sheen, but then in recent years she's gone after well it was like pete davidson and um I, like people i've like literally never heard of but they all look the same they're all like skinny and like really like dark circles around their eyes like they like haven't slept slept in eight days tons of tattoos young it's like a it's an interesting vibe i don't know i just they look like it's like not surprising anymore when she goes out or when they like get yeah. the pictures come out of them but i'm also like oh boy kate you're so beautiful you're so funny (laughs) you have so much to offer these like sewer rats don't deserve you (laughs) these sewer rats i don't know not to be dramatic sewer rats (laughs) they all Uh, look like they're like two weeks away from a meth addiction and i just like i don't it's it's a lot the most, the most mind-boggling thing that I learned about Pete Davidson recently is I've been listening to the Oh Hello podcast, uh-huh. like um, 
with John Mulaney and Nick Kroll. And, like, the joke is that they're pretending to do, like, cereal, but trying to figure out um, who killed Princess Diana. I mean, it's, you know, obviously a useless podcast and nothing happens. <laughs> but uh, they interview, and they're in character as, like, their old man characters from Oh Hello. But they interview Pete Davidson, and they're like, so what do you know about Princess Diana? And he's like, I know that she's a princess, and her name is Diana. And they're like... <laughs> Do you know, like, and they're like, what you've seen, like, a picture of her? And he's like, nope. And they're like, do you know her relationship to Will, to Harry and William? And he's like, they're, they're mom? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. How old is Pete Davidson? Like, I thought, he, like, 25. Yeah, I was like, like I an adult. He, <laughs> I'm like, I thought he was, like, he old enough to have known of Princess Diana. Wow. Yeah, I thought, I mean, like, I thought everyone. Knew yeah, about like, Princess my nieces Diana. know who Princess Diana is. Like, <laughs> did you guys have. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she. So that was just when I was like, Jesus Christ. I mean, I know there's a lot of different types of knowledge, but I was like, I can't with this right I now. I confirmed. He's born the same year as me. He's 26. That's what I was thinking. And she died in 97. Like, did you guys have the Princess Diana Beanie Baby? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't, like, aware when Diana died. Oh. But I'm familiar with Princess Diana. Oh, I remember <laughs> I, my mom being very upset. And yeah. I, th- I did a school project on her in, like, fourth grade and dressed up like her, so. Oh, how cute. Into. I dressed up like Grace Kelly one year. I don't remember why. But I remember <laughs> specifically my mom dressing me up as Grace Kelly, and I had a little blonde oh, wig. Oh, my God. Cute. I hope, please find the photos. Yeah, it was probably adorable. And I gave a little presentation. <laughs> please find the photos. Please. I will DM your parents if you do not ask for them. Um, yeah, I I mean, I knew about Princess Diana, I think, when she died. Because that was just, like, big national news. Obviously, I don't think I, like, knew much about her prior to that. And I have the, I have the Princess Diana beanie baby. And it's in, like, a case. So... Yes. Oh, yeah. We had a few Princess Di Beanie Babies. In yeah, because I think case. that was... Yeah. Ooh. And the That Barbie was doll. like the... the Oh, a Princess Diana Barbie doll. Interesting. Yeah, she's in the wow. attic somewhere, just resting in peace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, I'm trying to think of how we got to Princess Diana, but here we are. Oh, Pete Davidson. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Okay. So is there any other celebrity gossip you guys want to discuss at this time? I'm trying to think. I know my it's boots been on the ground are kind of, yeah, quiet these days. Everyone's stuck at home. <laughs> yeah. Not getting into mischief. Oh, my God. Those pictures of Ben Affleck. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Obsessed. <laughs> incredible smoking a cig with his mask on oh god <laughs> honestly he's such an embarrassment i mean he's so there trashy. are so many bad pictures of ben affleck but every time i see one i'm just like you have to know like you have to know that this is gonna happen <laughs> ben affleck is just like he makes me so sad and I know, I know, like, he has a lot going for him in his life. But then I watch, like, Jennifer Garner's, like, inst- or Facebook videos that she posts where she's cooking. And she's just, like, as cute as can be. She seems like she's, like, literally the best human being to ever exist. And then I'm, like, she put up with Ben Affleck's bullshit 
for so fucking long and then now it's like you just look at him and I'm like god his life seems so sad he really is like just seems like a real tragic figure yeah (laughs) he like seems like he's living to like smoke cigarettes and like literally nothing else that's all he has but it's all he has. It's all he and has. Anna de Armas. <laughs> Anna de Armas in a fake relationship. <laughs> God, it's just so sad. Um, but yeah, those pictures were especially tragic. And really, I just, I don't know what it's going to take for him to get back on track. It really makes me upset because, like, Goodwill Hunting is one of my favorite movies. And so then just to think that, like, it's the same person. Thank no. God we have Matt Damon. That's all I have to say. But he's even still Matt Damon's so like, ugh, to, he's so blah to me. He's kind of yeah, boring. Yeah, I'm kind of over Matt Damon. I feel like Matt Damon's a real like 2010s. Like, I don't know. In 2020, I don't know if Matt Damon's like what I want. No. He's just reliable. Like, <laughs> I understand Yeah, that. he's yeah. reliable. Like, I don't think he's cute anymore. Like, he's obviously still like a Hollywood leading man. So he's mm-hmm. attractive. But... I used to think he was so cute. I'll uh, let's go back a couple episodes to talented Mr. Ripley. <laughs> um, well, to today's episode. Yeah. Today's episode, I feel like, well, I guess we can go ahead and get started with it. So we're going to talk about the Oceans movies in a part of mm-hmm. our Julia month. It's a bit of a pivot. But I feel like when I watched <laughs> Oceans 11 for the first time, like Matt Damon was my guy. That's so funny because Matt Damon is like... Like, not even on my radar when I watch this movie. Oh it is well, George now, and Brad. Like, it's all dear about God, Brad. they're so good. Ah! <laughs> I did not like Brad Pitt when, or like, I I don't know if I was just being like a contrarian at a young age, probably because <laughs> I'm an asshole, but I was like actively not a Brad Pitt person. Uh, Brad Pitt wasn't back really then. our era. I no, like, think, my mom you know? loves, like, that was, like, my mom's celebrity crush from, like, Legends of the Fall. Oh, my yes, God. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. My mom says the exact yes. same thing, except for, I think it was over the holiday, Jeannie was like, I used to love Brad Pitt. I loved him in Last of the Mohicans. And I was like, that's Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, and she's God. like, no, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. And oh my God. it always ends up with me yelling at her, like, why would you think that you know this and I don't know this? And she's like, I remember when the movie came out. And then we Googled it. And then I'm like, it's called Legends of the Fall. She goes, well, that's what I meant. And I'm like, you asshole. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Legends of the Fall. Have you guys? Is it on oh Netflix? Is it horny? I is that why I love it? Oh, okay. It, <laughs> yes, it more. is so good. Brad Pitt is like this tragic figure who, like, yeah, it's like World War One time period, and it's about these like three brothers, and their dad is Anthony Hopkins, and then huh. um, who is that girl? Is it Julia Binoche or somebody who is like the love interest and she falls in love with one of the brothers, but then Brad Pitt's character also falls in love with her and she kind of falls in love with him and there's like Native Americans and he's very sexy in it, like man of the wilderness, <laughs> like killing bears, fishing. It's just a lot of really good Brad Pitt energy coming out of that It's film. him with the long hair, right? Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yeah. yes. I remember, I remember my mom saying with the long hair. And Last of the Mohicans. And me just being like, I don't know what to tell you except for you're wrong. <laughs> I cannot help you. <laughs> well, maybe maybe I'll have to watch this because apparently it made an impression on a lot of people. It is yes. very dark. A lot of women. Yeah. yeah. It's very it's dark. So funny that... Be in a mood. 
Annabelle, you should reach out to your mom and see if she has like feelings for Brad Pitt from Legends <laughs> of the Fall. Oh, she, her and my sister are the ones that showed it to me. They're like, you have to see this movie with Brad Pitt. He is like peak. Wow. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. It's like a very much mom movie. Wow. Interesting. All right. Well, so that being said, I think when I was a kid and I was watching it, I was like, uh, Brad Pitt, like he's like pretty, but like he doesn't really do. I think like the fact that he was always eating too is kind of a distraction for me. Mm. Um, <laughs> right. And I was just like, what is this? Like, I just draw attention to your mouth more, Brad. Tell me more about <laughs> this thing that you've, this choice you've made. <laughs> I remember when we were kids, there were rumors that it was because he had like just quit smoking. And so we needed mm. that like oral fixation. But mm-hmm. what I read when I was watching it this go around was that Brad Pitt, or I think Brad Pitt thought that, you know, his character would never be, like, have the time to, like, sit down and eat. So, therefore, like, it was a practical thing for, you know, his character and the story right. for him to right. be, like, chomping on, like, a McDonald's cheeseburger and whatnot. He's just, like, my favorite eating. one. My favorite one is there. It's when Julie Roberts is about to like enter the movie and they're standing at the bottom of the staircase yeah. and he's palming a shrimp cocktail. Yes. <laughs> it's like kind of disgusting. And he's like eating little shrimps and like holding the tails. And I'm like, this is disgusting. But also like I'm obsessed that it's happening. Just no, a whole shrimp cocktail. It's like I think it kind of becomes like a really fun goof. Like, I know they're, like, this is serious, but, like, I think it is kind of fun. And it's also, it's just, like, Brad Pitt is this, like, sex symbol and, like, obviously, like, the object of many people's uh, affection. And for him, like, every scene just be, like, shoving food in his mouth. It's kind of great. Yeah. I also like anytime he has a soda, like, a lot of, like, sodas with straws. Oh, straws. Yeah. It's very nonchalant how he's just sipping from the straw. And you also don't see men use straws too much. (laughs) So, you know, Brad Pitt does it all. Um, So, Meg, you liked Clooney when you were watching this? I like Clooney and Brad. um, But as a child, (laughs) as a child, (laughs) but, like, when I first probably watched it, I think I was, like, George Clooney. I think Clooney was probably my favorite. Or, Mm. I mean, I also had a crush on Casey Affleck. I can't deny that. Guys, (laughs) he is my problematic crush. I love him so much. And there's so much. He's great in so many things. He's just so (laughs) Even, like, I rewatched that Dunkin' Donuts SNL video. I watch it all the time. Dunkin' Donuts is really fucking good. It's it's terrible because I agree with you, Annabelle. It's like, not only, I think, well, I probably liked Matt. And I think I probably liked Casey. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause they're like two little cuties. Well, Casey mm-hmm. Affleck in this just looks so young. Oh my gosh, it's his hair—he's right. got the like Chalamet hair like, going on. It's very like very like kind of rough hair. And when I was young, I liked a sloppy hair, round face boy. <laughs> <laughs> so I've obviously grown and am less attracted to Casey Affleck, who looks like a college kid here. But um, at the time, I understood. Yeah, no. I liked him. I feel like I thought that George Clooney was like you could. I just felt like he was old. Well, I guess for starters, mm-hmm. when did you guys see this movie for the first time? So the first Oceans, Oceans Eleven. I don't have like a set date in my mind, but it was probably like thirteen. Yeah, like middle school. Twelve, thirteen. Yeah, I think middle school. See, I think I saw this probably like when it came out. 
and honestly, I've watched the other Oceans too, and I rewatched twelve, and I was like, I do not remember a thing about this. And like, if you tested me on thirteen, <laughs> I wouldn't know a goddamn thing. But like, Oceans Eleven was a movie that like we used to watch all of the time. Like, I remember watching it at sleepovers. Yeah, I think it was just, you know, it's not like terribly inappropriate to watch yeah. as a no. family. No, so. it really isn't. I mean, yeah. like they're doing bad things, but it's not gory or and not like sexualized or anything. No, it's just I, yeah, I. I, I mean, my under, dad I mean, it's watched like it in with me Vegas. This <laughs> <laughs> I told my dad what I was doing. I was like, Dad, I have to watch Ocean's Eleven because I'm quarantining with my parents, and oh. he was like, Oh, why do you have to watch? I was like, I'm doing a podcast. He's like, Okay, whatever, nonsense. And then he like sat there for two hours with me and watched it with me. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a good movie. movie. It's a really good movie. <laughs> yeah. And it's definitely a movie that you pop on and you're like, God damn, this is fun. I'm having a yeah. good time. <laughs> it, and it's so interesting because it's like the it, movie itself is like, I would say kind of long considering like mm-hmm. what they're doing. It takes so long to for them to actually like get all of the people together and get to like planning the heist. Yeah. It's like a it's two hour long movie. Through, it's over halfway through until they're like, doing the heist right clocked it it's like because it's like i think it's like just under two hours and it's like right about at the hour five mark when they're in the when they walk in the casino i'm like okay cool i wrote in my notes i was like i love a crew assembly montage like like, finding all the people (laughs) yes no it's super fun and i think the pacing of it's really good too where you don't i feel like you don't think it's like lagging in fact you know, kind of tie it in with our, our uh, theme. I actually think that if I were to cut out anything from this movie, it would be all of the like love interest stuff. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I know yeah. that that's the perp, like that's the underlining incentive here for the, why mm-hmm. they're doing the heist. But like, I don't know. It's just like kind of dumb and lame. And then I'm also like, yeah. why would she want to like, why are her options like Benedict or Danny? Like there are other <laughs> options, Tess. You, you have like a high power job. Why would you go back job. to Danny <laughs> when she chases after him and is like, "That's my husband." I'm like, "This makes no sense. This no. is not like." I mean, but the thing is, I think it does the purpose of it, and I think it succeeds in the purpose. Is like they don't want you to see him as only a criminal. You mm-hmm. know, right. they want mm-hmm. you to see like he's like an object of love you know like yeah. he's like he's a good guy he cares about her it's not just about the money he wants to make sure that like he he's ladies taken care of but the whole thing is kind of bananas a little bit yeah but like you are a high-powered art curator at a museum in <laughs> yeah. las vegas and you are choosing between like some guy who robs banks for a living and some guy who runs a casino and murders people <laughs> like there's a bigger dating pool here julia yeah. come on yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I, if I if I could cut anything, it's it would be, and this is gonna sound very controversial to you guys because you know how I feel about Joshua Jackson. <gasps> but the five minute scene with all the young hot celebrities. Oh my god! It was it's... too long, but I forgot all about it, and I was like, Topher, Joshua, Barry, like. Topher like, is in like, the sec or in Ocean's Twelve. Is he, he like yes. comes back again for a cameo, and he's like on the phone or talking to Brad Pitt. Yeah, it's Topher. I remember being really excited about having seen Topher Grace. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shane West, who was a love West. of my life, a la A Walk to Remember. Joshua mm-hmm. Jackson, I do not remember being there. Mm-hmm. Barry he Watson from Seventh Heaven. I was like, oh my God. Remember when he like got cancer on, like when he was doing Seventh Heaven? That was like a whole, or he got like very ill. 
And All I'm that saying was is that like, they <laughs> very clearly were like, we need like the young, hot, now celebrities. And like the choices have aged strangely. Like yeah, I'm still yeah. into Joshua Jackson. Oh my God. And Trevor Grace is arguably doing well. He was in Breakthrough last year and I won't forgive him. But, but he was also in Black Klansman the <laughs> year before. He's also in Black Klansman, so. which is a good movie. So I don't know how to feel. Anyway, it's just an insane group. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like no, that it, one girl from Charmed who's like the only girl they can Holly get Marie to be at Combs. The she was yeah. in Pretty Little Liars. Wasn't oh, she? That's she was right. Arya's yeah, mom. Yeah, she's the mom. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah, god, no. she was a mom in Pretty Little Liars. I hate the passage of time. <laughs> yeah, I feel like ancient. I mean, this movie's what, like 2001? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, but, it's and like almost I, 20 I mean, I will years say, old. Yeah, I will say they <laughs> that whole scene is too is overstretched. But when Topher Grace goes all red and then goes like, ha ha. I cackled. <laughs> I really did laugh. I was like, fucking idiot. God. I rolled my eyes when they were leaving the like club. And the paparazzi and was the, there. I'm like, okay, no paparazzi ever no. wanted like Topher Grace or Barry Watson's photo like i'm sorry it was 2001 you don't know that uh, okay you're right i don't know that joshua jackson i would believe that he was a little bit more of paparazzi fodder but who knows shane mm-hmm. west no one wanted that either except for me um but yeah i mean i could get rid of that i think it was just like when danny asked what rusty had been up to he said that he was teaching movie stars how to play cards and then cut to him actually with like a bunch of teen stars it is entertaining yeah. i'll give you yeah that. it was a delightful <laughs> surprise when i was young I, that was like oh my god this movie has something for everyone <laughs> <laughs> my seventh heaven crush plus my nicholas sparks movie crush plus my guy from the creek but yeah um i would say i remember george clooney like i I was just so surprised obviously he's always been handsome but i think like looking Mm -hmm. back i was like oh yeah like i think george clooney was handsome in this and then i'm watching the movie and i'm like oh my god he's so much more attractive now (laughs) oh god yeah there's there's two george clooney scenes in this movie that like trigger something mm-hmm. in me and one of them is he he's wearing like the turtleneck and a jacket and mm. i remember like as a kid being like strange because like no one i knew would ever wear a turtleneck and a jacket i'm from savannah georgia you know like this is not an outfit that anyone would put on uh-huh. and then also the scene where matt damon's in the elevator and he pushes the roof open and george clooney's leans in and he has the bow tie undone in the tux yeah and i'm like wow what a look <laughs> what a moment well he also wears man. that like skin tight t-shirt too like when they're actually yeah. doing the heist uh yes that looked nice i will say (laughs) but yeah i think the like undone tie Mm -hmm. the undone bow tie is like a choice because some of some of like the times like i love brad in this but i don't think like objectively like he's that attractive because it's like aged so much what he's wearing Mm. yeah like his hair and everything I mean, I still Wait, love him, have but. you seen rewatched Ocean's Twelve recently? Because I rewatched it two years ago, a little less than two years ago. He has so many fashion <laughs> trench coats, and oh, yeah. they put him in a wig for like a flashback scene, and it is such a bad wig. Oh, it's no. terrible. 
the only thing I remember about two is they they do the thing where they're like, okay, well, it's time we address it. Oh, Tess looks just like Julia Roberts. I hated that. <laughs> pull off a whole heist based on the fact that they're pretending Tess is Julia Roberts. Very meta. I really, so meta. when I, I remember watching that probably in theaters, I was probably so excited because I loved Ocean's Eleven. And when that whole thing happened, I was just like, are you kidding me? I hated it. And you know what? When I watched it again today, twelve-year-old Nora was like, "This is just pandering." Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I was like, "This is lazy." Um, I, I do was... love. I don't remember what they call that one, but I do love how they like at the very beginning when they're talking about what they're going to need to do, and they're like dropping all the names of the individual cons. Yeah, and it's like we're going to have to do a Miss Daisy, two Jethro's, the biggest elephant drawn I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> and they yeah. never explain it, and I'm no. like, I just want to do a heist. This sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, I did just look it up because I wrote down as one of my notes how good Brad Pitt does look in this. This could be because I'm newly a Brad mm. Pitt stan. Mm. But I was also like, I feel like this is still like remnants of Fight Club mm. era mm-hmm. Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. And Fight Club was 99. And uh, mm. this was uh, 2001. So I just think it's like he has era. such undeniable BDE. Like it's just he's oh a movie God. star. Yeah. And he showed up like, hello, I'm here. Yeah. Welcome to the scene. I'll show you around while I finish eating my sandwich. Well, what I love about him is like he is like he's got like such movie star quality, but he's such like a weird like character actor. Yeah. Like he's just like such a weird guy underneath all of the like good looks and like charm that it like any movie he's in is just kind of like he brings a little something. That's the most compelling thing is he's perhaps the most attractive character actor there ever was. Yeah. I love the scene, like, and he's just so weird, but I'm obsessed with him. Where they go to talk to, um, I can't remember Elliot Gould's character's name, but when they're getting the money, uh huh, and he and he's like, no, guys, I, I'm not going to do it. And they're like, all right, Ruben, right? And Ruben says no, and then they're like, it's okay. And he goes, but I appreciate, you know, that thing with the guy in the desert. And Brad Pitt goes, I've never been to Belize. <laughs> throws it off like because like George Clooney's like no it's fine and because I've never been to police and I was just like what the fuck are you doing I'm in love with you this calls to question I saw a tweet today and I think it shared it with I shared it with you guys where it was saying how like Brad Pitt has entered in like this new era that like John Hamm kind of was doing where it's like an insanely handsome man like just trying to do like any comedy bit that he can do yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I never had a problem with John Hamm doing it uh, and you know what? I don't really have a problem with Brad Pitt doing it either. And I think he's always just been like, like Annabelle said, kind of a weirdo. Yeah. I am going to say, I never, I love John Hamm. I think he's a very attractive man, a very talented actor. I don't see him as a movie star <laughs> uh, in the same yeah. way Brad Pitt is. So I feel like John has a little more free liberty <clears throat> because he was a TV guy for the longest time, you know? Yeah. And now when he is in movies, he's like, the lead of the CIA (laughs) or whatever, you know. Yeah, I'm trying to think of any movie where he's anything but just yelling at people in an office. Yeah, handsome man (laughs) has a deadline. Handsome Handsome man has a deadline, you know, it happens. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, uh, I really, I think Brad Pitt, is so great in this and in most mm-hmm. things he does it's just like he has this charm that's just so undeniable 
like when he's uh, talking to the well first of all that when he's in that club I want to go to that club with like the oh women God. dancing behind the glass yes. like, I want to be that yeah, person yeah, yeah, yeah. and then he's talking to the bar- <laughs> and then he's like talking to the bartender and the bartender like can't hear him and then he says I'm running away with your wife and just smiles <laughs> and the bartender just like smiles back at him it's just I don't know it's so great because he's he just says, like so charming and I'm yeah. like go ahead run away with anyone you want to <laughs> like I don't care and I do think I do think it's very well written which I feel like we'll have to get to the Soderbergh of it all because I feel like mm. but like even when like they're at one point he's walking through the hall and I think it's Matt Damon goes like why do they always paint walls this color and Brad Pitt's like they say taupe is very soothing I'm like, <laughs> yeah. okay Brad like, I just believe anything you said yeah like, yeah yeah he's he's great um i think Clooney's great too i wrote down that Mm -hmm. and you know i think this is obviously something most people think but god does george Clooney not have one of the best voices talk about soothing when they're going back and forth and it's just like energy 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 i'm like yes yeah they have like more chemistry than he and julia do for sure oh a hundred (laughs) percent yeah They, like, seem like the best of buds, which I like. I do think Clooney has a little bit of a maybe more natural to him thing to do. I mean, this is probably as natural as things get for Brad. But, like, Clooney just kind of has to be, like, a charming guy with a secret, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. ooh, like, I have things going on behind the scenes, you know? Like, just do your part. We'll fill you in. And I don't know. Everything Brad does is so much more interesting. Like, I think Clooney's very attractive. But, like, when you watch the movie, you're like, Brad is the superstar here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, this is his movie. <laughs> the movie doesn't work without him. I truly believe it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I think that George Clooney plays, like, deceitful a little bit better. Like, I I kind of have no qualms about anything that Brad Pitt or Rusty are doing in this movie I feel like sometimes when I see George Clooney especially in this this movie or this kind of movie it's like you know that there's like a little bit of foul play going on but you're like but mm-hmm. he's charming and he's handsome right. but right. you like know in the back of your head whereas like I look at Brad Pitt and I'm like oh look it's like the sun in the light of my life <laughs> I'm blinded you know? also it, up until like the very end when like Brad Pitt is on the phone being like, we're robbing your casino. Like it's like kind of the first like overtly (laughs) criminal thing he's done. Yeah. Before that, you're like, he's just kind of the guy he's around. He's like fixing things. But like Clooney, like even like when the guy comes to beat Clooney up and then they're friends, you know, he just seems a lot more slippery, you (laughs) Mm -hmm. know, Brad Pitt just seems like a guy you would like put your, put your life in the hands of. Yeah. Yeah. Willingly. (laughs) So should we talk about the other of the 11 yes okay we're 35 minutes in and we've only talked about brad and George. i mean as it should be really you know i'm like i do i definitely I need a priority well, we talked a little bit about casey so we yeah. did we did so we have bernie mac r.i.p right r.i.p right. he's good um, i like the scene with him and matt damon when they're um when matt damon is the commissioner and like exposing yes. him that's a mm. funny scene and yeah. he's like accusing him of being a racist and matt damon yeah. like lunges behind andy garcia <laughs> so scared yeah. matt damon yeah. plays that really funny to me yeah no uh. it it is it, 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 it is like it's very like it seems like a caricature but then you're like or you yeah. just think this guy's like an like the ultimate like putz 
Um, (laughs) There's Ruben, which is Elliot Gould's character, Mm -hmm. who's fun. I like his outfits. He seems very like old school Las Vegas. Like he looks like he's been to the Playboy Mansion before. Yeah. I remember the first time, or at least early on watching this, being like, if they have enough money to rebuild the safe, why would you even need to rob anyone? Because I didn't have like a concept of like what how much money actually is you know? oh, but yes. like when they have a whole warehouse and they're building a safe I'm yeah. like I mean that has to be million, a million dollars millions yeah. of dollars let's let that 11 ways <laughs> that'll get you really yeah. far in life I mean obviously I would take an 11 but a million dollars any yeah. day of the week I, fuck I'd take any money yeah, uh, yeah my stimulus check isn't here yet yeah keep sending that money Trump I'm here for it yeah. uh, then we have Casey Affleck and Scott Con- Can Can Playing Con. the oh I Con? say Con I don't know oh I don't, I don't know. remember I think it's Con I think it's Con that sounds right yeah. I would need to like, like see his James his dad. Con. James yeah. and Scott oh, Con <laughs> yeah okay. okay yeah that's right uh they play the Malloy brothers which I think mm-hmm. that they're pretty fun I think that they, they are were really well cast I think yeah. that I'm gonna means- drop you like third period French. <laughs> we Meg and I just rewatched Entourage and Scott Kahn is in that and he just like right. he just looks such like such a slimy douchebag. Like he looks like he would shove Casey Affleck into a locker. Yeah. Which is big the perfect energy, energy for yeah. them. <laughs> because he runs over his little toy car. Oh my god. It's such a his great little face. <laughs> they also put Casey Affleck in so many fun costumes in this. Oh, movie. the balloon like, guy? I love the oh balloon guy God. with the hat. <laughs> I love he just it. Looks like such like a little kid and a loser. I also love when they're when they're Saul Goodman's like bodyguards are like yes. and they have all the luggage and the earpieces and the glasses. I'm like, fuck off, Casey. I'm like, no. Also, they're both like fully five six. <laughs> yeah. His bodyguards. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh let's see. There's Don Cheadle as Basher. Oh, Listen, can we talk accent. about the accent? Like, oh, he says governor at some point. Oh my God. I like, this and I was really reading the trivia, and it was saying that he like went to London to learn a Cockney <laughs> accent. And no, then it's he... like a ton of facts about him just being like, I'm so embarrassed. Like, apparently for the second <laughs> one, he tried to like get rid of the accent. And they're like, no, you got to stick with it. <laughs> You've made like, a choice. You did it. <laughs> it's just, yeah, I think he was like trying to get his agents to be like, get me out of that accent. And yeah. they couldn't do anything. Uh I will say that. It's very that distracting. When I was Especially like, because we all know who Don Cheadle is. You I know. know. Such a distinct face. Ugh. So that when the nonsense comes out of it, you're like, this is never going to work. I just remember when I was a kid, his like, his line of, um, we're in, uh, we're in rubble, Barney yeah, rubble, like, trouble. It's like, we're in Barney. Oh, what? Barney. Barney, Barney rubble. rubble. What? Trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just like I remember Megan and I used to say that my sister and I used to say that all the time. <laughs> That's cute. Um, but yeah, and so one there's thing, 
sorry back to Ruben there's a Ruben part that I really like is when he's talking about all the other times that people have tried to rob a casino and it's like the three scenes and the first one's like black and white and it's like the old timey music and then the middle one is like really hippie yeah it's like really grainy film and the last one's all 80s and it has like the slow-mo shootout with take my breath away playing and I was like this is such a stupid little trick because it's like five seconds of these three different songs that they had to pay to get the rights for but it makes a difference (laughs) I loved it it. I thought it was so great yeah apparently they wanted to shoot this in black and white and the studio said no like all the whole movie Uh, which I think is the better yeah yeah I don't know I don't think it would have been like a blockbuster movie it would have been no people would have seen it as like art house because it was because it was black and white for no other reason black like casinos aren't conducive to black and white like no, i want to yeah. see the yeah, chaos yeah. and the colors and the things going off they make the casinos look so cozy i'm like i want to go to there like all the lighting <laughs> is nice and warm i and- really identified uh in february with my family we had gone to a casino and we just kept getting lost like over and over and over again <laughs> and at one point they're like these things are built like labyrinths and i was like they are <laughs> yeah they want your money uh, but so back to the 11, there was Eddie Jameson who plays Dell, who I think is someone that I, you see a lot pop up in things, or at least like he's seemingly pretty recognizable, but also like I have no idea what else he's really been in. Um, yeah. I feel like I only know him from this and I think he was in like iZombie. He was on <laughs> iZombie. He had a recurring role. <laughs> nice. Um, there's... I don't know how, how to say his name. Shiabo. Uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. Um, who plays the amazing Yen. Oh. Oh, there's some good some good gags, sight gags with him and the jumping. Yes, <laughs> and every time they're yeah. betting if he's going to short it or long it. <laughs> yeah. There's Carl Reiner who plays Saul, who's great. Mm, and apparently yeah. On set, like when you know they would cut and break, everyone would just go and sit around him, and he would tell just like tales of his <laughs> his life and career. And then I, there, I, was, I I just like his whole thing where he's having like the anxiety the whole time. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, and they're like chewing. And they're like, oh no, he's out of the game. He's like, he find God? No, ulcers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then our boy Matt Damon plays of Linus, course. which is such a weird interesting yeah, yeah it is a weird his name. character i love before they bring on linus though because he's like all right 10 guys that should be enough you think we need one more you think we need one more <laughs> well, <laughs> anytime he's talking to himself it's classic <laughs> well apparently matt damon tried to get out of oceans 12 and asked for them to like reduce uh how big his character was because he had just finished one of the Bourne movies and was just like exhausted. Mm-hmm. Um, and so originally or they were looking at uh, Mark Wahlberg to play the Linus character at one point. And so then when I think Matt Damon maybe almost dropped out of 12, they were going to have Marky Mark come in, gotcha. which honestly, no, I don't think is like a me. huge departure from like Matt Damon and Mark Wahlberg. Kind yeah, of do no, like I a think similar, they're similar I think vibe. It's the same, same vein. I prefer Matt Damon. Yeah, um, I think Mark Wahlberg would play it a little more smug. Like, what I like about this movie is, like, you know Matt Damon's a good pickpocket at the beginning, but then, like, the whole movie, he's kind of like, what's going on? I don't know if I believe in this, yada, yada, yada. And then when he's actually in the room with Bernie Mac, you're like, oh, he's pretty fucking good. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't know if Mark 
Wahlberg would play that as well. Mark Wahlberg doesn't come across as like smart enough to help with a <laughs> with a casino robbery, you know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if it was Mark Wahlberg, they would have like put glasses on him. Like, why are glasses on him? Weird to be <laughs> yeah. like, he's an intellectual too, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know, is this isn't just Mark Wahlberg? Is this Mark Wahlberg yeah. with glasses? <laughs> yeah, but wait, guys, he's not gonna take off his shirt. Um. Yeah. Nora, I have a question. Is sure. Ocean's 12 the one in Europe, or is Ocean's yeah. 13 the one in Europe? Okay. Yeah. I think 13's back in Vegas then. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure, but 12 is the one with Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yes, mm. yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Um, well, so I, I wrote down some fun facts. We, I can quickly run through them. So when the script was sent to Julia Roberts, it was sent with a $20 bill attached and a note from George Clooney saying, I hear you're a $20 a picture, or you're getting $20 a picture now. Uh, oh. Because at that time, she had just become the highest paid actress at $20 million. And George is a, is a prankster. He George is a, a prankster, prankster, which is a couple of my other facts. <laughs> uh, apparently, they played pranks on Julia, and they would sometimes leave 5 a.m. wake-up calls for her, even when she didn't need to be on set until noon. Oh I saw God, that she so only shot for like two weeks too, which I mean it's not too surprising. But I'm like, if you yeah. only have two weeks, like don't be a dick. Let me sleep. She only has a few outfits. <laughs> yeah, and they're not um, good. Like her clothes in this movie, no. I was very underwhelmed. I her clothes, her like, hair, I, just kind of meh. Yeah. yeah, the hair like overly straightened. I mean, it's so like 2001, you know. Yeah. But I, but like when she walks down the stairs, and Matt Damon's like, "This is the highlight of my day," and she's wearing like a skirt suit. Like, yeah. yeah. No offense to Julia, she's always beautiful. But I'm like, this isn't like a sexy look. Yeah, you know? I'm not like, like yeah. That's how cooped up they are in that warehouse, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently, Julia Roberts is credited in this movie as introdu- and introducing Julia Roberts as Tess, which <laughs> was also a joke about how like. She's a Everyone big star. Knows who fucking Julia Roberts is in 2001. <laughs> I actually think that is kind of funny. She well, just okay. won. Did she win the Oscar the year before that or something? Like, <laughs> I guess that that makes I, sense. Uh, oh my god! I also saw that Don Cheadle actually <sighs> isn't even credited in this movie because there was what? a billing dispute. He wanted to be like above the name. And they wouldn't give it to him. And so he basically was like, then I don't want to be credited because he, I guess, like, maybe his thought was like, I don't want you to use my name to, like, draw people to theaters if you're not even going to give me, like, a top tier. Damn. Yeah, which I think is so shocking. (laughs) Um, And I think I have one more fun fact is that Joel and Ethan Cohen were considered to play the roles of Virgil and Turk Malloy. The that Casey like, Skies, no that. sense, but it would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, they're both two. I, I don't know. I just Scott and Casey have very much like getaway car driver energy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure, the Coens do. Yeah, well, he's like well, making the van go at the end, and he's. I just love him. <laughs> I oh. also, I mean, I. This is why the whole. Ben Affleck thing is so sad to me is like I romanticized the Goodwill hunting trio or group and so like yeah. I think it's cute to think that like Casey grew up with Matt Damon and they're like in this movie together with other like big stars and apparently mm-hmm. Ben used to spend a lot of time on set as well uh, so I think it's really cute and 
I think that's another reason why I like that casting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is like just a really good movie. And I feel like there's so many like things that I think about a lot. Like when I watch the movie, you're like, oh, right. Like that's a moment. That's a moment. And it's just like even dumb stuff. I, I was watching and when they're in the elevator shaft and they like crack the light, the um, glow sticks and yeah. then drop them. And I was like, man, this movie's fucking cool. <laughs> and then, I mean, I think how exciting it would be. I mean, I was eight I was seven or eight when this came out in theaters, so I didn't see it in theaters. But, like, the reveal when you find out that they're the SWAT team and Brad oh, flips yeah. the helmet yeah. up, like, damn. That, like, pays out like a slot machine still. <laughs> like, I'm like, this is, oh, so good. It's so funny because then he just, like, walks through and you're, like, the whole time you're just like, that's Brad Pitt, that's Brad Pitt, yeah. that's Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah. And like, and, like, we know, like, obviously we've seen this movie before, so you know, like, when they're in the ball, and you know uh, <laughs> uh, he's like get out of my vault and he's like the guy's like okay wrap it up boys and you're like I mean I know that's Brad Pitt's voice yeah but the first time I might not pick that up <laughs> yeah oh it's it's good and it is it's one of those movies that you can really you put it on mindlessly and then like you'll look up and then you'll catch yourself like really watching it. It's it's a really great classic example of just like an ensemble movie where it's like every character is doing something a bit unique and different and pretty much everyone needs to be there. My one caveat would be the Julia Roberts. I don't love her in it or like that storyline in this. I think that's, like, arguably the weakest part of the movie. Is. I will yeah. say, Andy Garcia is fun in this. And I'm not only saying that because he is in my favorite movie of all time. I'm going to hear you again, too. Um. <laughs> He's like, he so. aged well, too. He's like, like he did old Andy well. Garcia is doing things for me that this yeah. young Andy Garcia is not. Yeah, I mean, he's so, like, slimy in this, you know, but you understand the appeal. He's rich. <laughs> he's relatively handsome. I love The murder things a lot, but... Yeah. <laughs> I loved when Saul found out that he and Tess were together because he says, Tess is with Benedict now? She's too tall for him. She's too tall for him. She's too tall for him. That's also such a, like, such a small thing to, like, be be affronted by. Yeah. Oh, God. Let's see. What else? Like, hate, oh, I texted you, Meg. Hayden Panettiere's ex is one of the boxers one of the boxers oh really (laughs) i was like that looks like god i hate that like i don't even know this man's name but i hate that he's like been on my mind for weeks now because yeah honestly he's really bad at the front of Nora's consciousness (laughs) (laughs) uh i can't remember how it was even used but i wrote down another instance of the f word and but it's like very i think it's like kind of it's not as pronounced. I wish I wrote oh. down when exactly. It must yeah, have been right it. after. Um, it, it has to be maybe Andy Garcia. Yeah, I feel like mm-hmm. Andy Garcia. That feels right. Because he's the like, bad guy. In the situation yeah. room or something. But again, yeah. I thought that she's all that. Well, I mean, it, this was after she's all that. So this could have been the second time I maybe heard the F word. But alas. Um, yeah, those are pretty much my notes that I have written down for the movie. But I mean, I just, I think it's fun. It's I like so really fun, yeah. enjoyed rewatching it. 
it's very much a movie you watch and you're kind of like, I should tell other people to watch Ocean's Eleven. Like, people would really enjoy this. <laughs> I need like, to get the word out. seen Ocean's Eleven, but I just feel like if you have it in a while, like, yeah, it, it's excellent entertainment. Yeah, <laughs> I put it on my story and I was like, still slaps. Like, it's still a yeah, great absolutely. movie. Yeah. And I feel like, especially like right now, this is that's exactly what I want to watch. Like, I want to watch something that like brings me in and like takes care of me and then at the end I'm satisfied and yeah. happy you it's know? like good comfort food yeah absolutely yeah and it's Very like well and it's not too complicated <laughs> obviously there's some like tricks from uh storytelling where you're not yeah. clued in the entire time but it's you know it's like it's, it's not, not like a Shyamalan twist you know yeah. it's like we didn't show you this one guy changing this outfit, this one, them getting out, them, yada, yada. And they do the quick flashback. It takes two seconds. You understand exactly what's going on. Right. And they drive away and you're like, perfect. And I love just the scene of them at, at afterward and like the music is swelling and they're at the Bellagio fountains and they all walk away one by one. I mean, I feel like there had to be some studio executive that was like, why do we need this? And it's just like, it's just nice. It's a capper. Yeah. Well, you know? apparently it was just supposed to be brad pitt's character walking away and then i think they just like kept filming and uh but it's not called oceans and rusty you know right and so then it was all the actors were just like told to walk away like as they felt appropriate like in whatever order they wanted to do it in which i think is fun that's fun it's a very collaborative experience i don't know i wish i I was on the set how fun. I know this is I really like I feel like this is such a satisfying movie and um I remember after watching the reason I said I watched it two years ago is I remember after watching Logan Lucky like shortly after that mm-hmm. the next year I was like I'm gonna watch all the Oceans movies because I really loved that and I stand by it yeah me too it was a good choice yeah who are your guys' favorite characters and we've already kind of said rusty. I mean, yeah, rusty. <laughs> it has to be rusty. <laughs> Excellent. Honestly. And then I'll say my runner-up is the guy that's supposed to be beating up um, beating up George Clooney, and George oh. Clooney goes, "How's your wife?" And he goes, "Pregnant again." <laughs> <laughs> He's in twelve. He is like a small part in 12. So, you know. Oh, really? That's funny. So he's important. Yeah. Pregnant again. Uh, I'd also like to give a shout out to um, Joshua Jackson's earring. Yeah, I was like, not give a shout out because I hate it more than anything. (laughs) And I was like, like, I know, I know someone's going to bring this up on the call and I'm going to ignore it. I dropped my my phone. Hate it. <laughs> Joshua Jackson, new dad. <laughs> Joshua yeah. Jackson, congrats. We, we talked about, uh, you know, celebrity news at the beginning. Congrats to Joshua Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> Jody Turner's Happy for him. <laughs> Baby. Uh, Meg, you said you wanted to talk about the screenwriting. Yeah, it's just so good. I mean, we don't, we've, everything that we've talked about makes it's sense. so good. <laughs> well, we've, everything that we've already covered is part of it, but I just think it's so clean and mm-hmm. it's, like you said, it's not complicated. It's very direct. There's only one or two times that I'm like, okay, this is a little convenient. Like when they when they can't take the power out the normal way and they're like, well, actually, if you had a pinch, you could. And I'm like, mm, it seems a little convenient. Yeah, <laughs> but and it's in California that, and we can get there yeah. fairly quickly because we're in Las yeah. Vegas. And we could break in and that, have no repercussions. 
<laughs> right. Well, even that, even the scene where they're explaining it might not be as obvious to me if it wasn't for such the bad accent. But that whole scene, you're just like, I don't want to listen to you explain anything in this accent. Oh my God. And he's just like, wait, I just thought of something. And you're like, okay, bullshit. <laughs> like, at least cut to us later of you being like, well, I was looking this up and, but I just think it's clean. Yeah. It's funny. All the little, like, back and forths with Brad and George are so good. Yeah. They're like, he's like, you're right. He's right. <laughs> you still want to see them kiss, which is I, Of nice. course I want to see them kiss. I want to see anyone in this movie kiss all the time. <laughs> Saul, kiss Ruben. I don't care. <laughs> Saul and Ruben. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It's, it's just fun. I don't know what else to say besides it's just a good time. Yeah. Um, I enjoy yeah our girls in it big fan whatever not what really more did you draw. want yeah this is like very little julia content but you know yeah oh gosh i'm just thinking about rusty now that is named rusty like they have some perfect. weird names yeah it's perfect i mean danny ocean's a fun name danny though i think ocean's... that's the name in the original I think it, that's the only same name. Oh, uh, well, yeah. I think it would have to. At least Ocean's have to be Eleven. Ocean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was Daniel Ocean back in the day. Uh, what yes. is um Sandra Bullock, his sister? What's her name in the Ocean's oh. Eight? I can't remember what her name is. Me neither. While we're Ocean on it, do we have any name. thoughts on Ocean's Eight or any of the I other remember Oceans? Thinking Anne Hathaway was really good in it, and that mm-hmm. Kate Blanchett was She's underused. She's Debbie Ocean. Debbie, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, Anne Hathaway was pulling some big, like, Michelle Williams in that Amy Schumer yeah. movie, Energy, like... Oh, I feel pretty... <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Famously yeah, yeah, yeah. a fan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't remember anything else, really, though. It did not leave a huge impact. Oh, I wanted more Rihanna at the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, the ocean, I loved Aquafina in it. That was like yeah. my yeah, intro Aquafina. to Aquafina. Oh, yeah. Aquafina is really good in it. Yeah. Yeah. Was that before Crazy Rich Asians? I yeah. think so. Like the year before, maybe. Yeah. Crazy. Rich, Rich Asians. Asians. Um, Rich Asians. <laughs> and the other oceans, do you all have... I was like kind of just listening to 12 the other day while I was getting some work done, so I wasn't paying too close of attention. I remember hating that Julia Roberts joke, like beyond yeah. belief. I remember being fine. My with it. letterbox <laughs> has pretty all around good reviews of twelve. So yeah, I remember I like, that one being like people thinking that one was better than eleven oh, for nonsense. some reason. I don't know um, why I remember that. <laughs> Meg, I think you I, gave it like four stars. I remember liking it. I do like it. Yeah, but you, it's not as good as eleven. But, I mean, it's you one are. of those things where you're, like, where the sequel is never going to be able, like, the first one was so, like, I mean, this isn't, like, revolutionary, but this yeah. is, like, a very specific style of movie. And right. so when the sequel comes out, it's, like, kind of going to be a variation of the same thing. So it's yeah. kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2, except for I really like Guardians of the Galaxy 2 also. Yeah. Well, and I, I really like Ocean's 12, too. Like, I like good movies, and I like when they're good. And actors are good and say good things, and that's something that makes me feel good. Oh, good. Glad that's good. Glad that you were able to narrow that down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any other thoughts that you all have on the movie? No, but I have a weekly recommend. Ooh. Oh, what's that? Ooh. Um, I watched all of Middle Ditch and Swords yesterday. Oh, um, 
It took me a week, but it's really funny and cute. So <laughs> fun was... fact about that. Um, my friend Colleen and Evan are the parking lot wedding couple. They're getting married no. this summer. Yeah. <laughs> I know them. <laughs> Were you invited to the parking lot wedding? No, you don't no, go to festivals. No, I do not go. <laughs> my best friend does. But uh, yeah, she does. I know them through her. But yeah, I don't. Festivals are not my, my scene. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. They really roasted them. They did. Short Paul. <laughs> Poor Short Paul. Short Paul. You know Short Paul. <laughs> I don't. To understand Paul. all these jokes, you should watch Middle Ditch and Schwartz. Yeah, that Middle Ditch is funny, to... and Schwartz is the love of my life. Oh, I was supposed <laughs> to have seen that or see them again on both Friday and Saturday. I had tickets, and obviously that was postponed and I now cannot go um but I have seen them before and I remember going into it I thought that like Thomas Middleditch would be much more like his Silicon Valley character and Ben Schwartz would be like the Looney Tune that he is and then I left and I called Meg and I was just like Thomas Middleditch is weird (laughs) he is a true insane man like he's a freak like we all know (laughs) he's a freak (laughs) it's fine because even like there's a part we don't need to get too much into spoilers for middle ditch and schwartz but where they're both switching off playing an alien and when ben schwartz is playing the alien it's like kind of a nice little alien Mm -hmm. friend and then when thomas middleditch starts playing the alien it's like very sinister and you're like i understand how these two balance each other but I'm in love with Ben Schwartz. Yeah, yeah, I felt like at my show, it was like every chance he got, Thomas Middleditch made things very sexual, and Ben Schwartz yeah. would just like look at him like, really? Do we like have to go there every time? <laughs> or There's about some... like Judaism. He brought up Judaism a lot. And yeah. Schwartz was just like, really? <laughs> There's some really quality content. That's all I'm saying. Okay, I'm excited to watch. Yeah. I uh, finished... Um, uh, blah, 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 Ozark. I'm all caught up on that. So that was nice. fun. I recommend. Though it is, I like binged it. Like I had never seen it before, like a couple weeks ago. I will say it's a very dark show. So mm-hmm. if you have been wanting to watch Ozark, I would say to, um, you know, weigh that as it may be. Because I felt for me, like I would watch a lot of it and I was like, oh my God, like I need something a little lighter. And in these times when, like, really you don't have much of an escape, it's hard to just take in a lot of dark. So maybe a Middle Edition Swartz can be that balance for people. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Annabelle? Well, I think uh, the only, like, new thing – I've been doing a lot of, like, rewatching of, like, Outlander and The Office and, like, like, some, like, classic comfort. Can you, like, explain, like – I've been seeing so many headlines about, like, the dude from Outlander talking about how, like, he has been getting cyberbullied. And I'm like, I literally don't know a goddamn thing about this show or who you are. (laughs) Who is cyberbullying him? And for what? I couldn't tell you. Because, like, the the fans are, like, you know, the books came out in the 90s. So, like, the fans are, like, women in their 40s and 50s who are, like, very protective of him. And I don't know who is, like doing all this harassing of Sam Hewen, but... Uh, Maybe people who wanted, like, someone else to be cast or something. I, like, guess, tried I to, know. like, That's look so it weird. up, and then I was like, what are you doing? Like, it does This won't enrich your life in any way, but yet here I am asking yeah. about it weeks later. Yeah. So. I think he's, like, very attractive. 
if yes. we're talking about it's that. Handsome. That's why I'm <laughs> like, what are, how, who are, who's bullying yeah. him? I, how is dare? your life hard, you attractive, rich white man? <laughs> who's quarantining in Hawaii right now? Like, he's fine. Okay, so, leave me out of it. Yeah. He was in that movie that, like, wasn't that good. The Spy Who yes. Dumped Me. Remember. The Spy Who Dumped Me. Right. I saw that, like, three times because people were just kept going. And I was like, yeah, sure. That guy's attractive. That's some fucking um, bullshit. Megan and there's, like, one, bullshit right there. there's, like, one solid Trader Joe's goof. <laughs> and the rest of the movie is passable at best. I that was um, the it's definitely Mila no Kunis. spies. <laughs> Wasn't, like, Justin Theroux in that? Yeah, Justin Theroux. He's randomly Kunis, in a lot of stuff. Um, and Kate McKinnon. Justin and Theroux Sam. famously writes a lot of stuff secretly. Yeah, Justin always, Theroux. always God. takes me it's back. Such a complicated relationship with Justin Theroux. Oh, I'm pretty pro. He makes himself. I'm pretty pro. Uh, <laughs> he's very attractive, but he'd be spring, too much for me. His yeah, spring Meg when he wears the spring breakers shirt. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. I understand your your feelings. <laughs> I think I'm he not is discounting beating. them. I'm just saying it's oh a huge. Yeah, <laughs> Jennifer. Yeah. That must yeah. be Jennifer Aniston's type. Do you think Tate yeah. Donovan has BDE? Oh my God, Tate Donovan absolutely. At least during that era, <laughs> Tate Donovan's like a sleeper, sleeper energy though. <laughs> because Jimmy Cooper does not have BDE. No, <laughs> Jimmy Cooper is like a wet blanket. But I think Tate Donovan does. Oh my God. Honestly, anyway. I love that now we've narrowed down Jennifer Aniston's type. John Mayer, BDE. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's probably most people's type, but I will say that Jennifer Aniston has really locked them down. Jennifer Aniston, yeah, Noriega being like, I understand. Jennifer Aniston's into attractive, charming people. <laughs> she just has the energy to like bring them in. Right. We're all attracted to them. Right. She's, She's like maybe successful. men who are famous for being hot and charming is what I'm into. <laughs> But they're all kind of weird. Like, there is a little bit of edge yeah. to all of those. Like, none of them are, like, the Cloonies or the, you yeah. know, like, anyway, it's not important. I'm starting to like we Jennifer Aniston more. This has already been a long episode. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Annabelle, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Where Always can we fun. find thanks. you on the socials? Uh, so you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Queen AB King. And um, my cat has an Instagram as well called The Gray Gatsby Meow. And I just post pictures of him with great Gatsby quotes because his name's Gatsby. So yeah. I love that. But also, I don't think I follow your cat. And now I'm like, what kind of yeah, are you? Gotta go <laughs> follow my cat. <laughs> Oh my god, it just reached for my phone. Yeah, I literally did as well. I was like, this is mortifying for me. I think I spelled gray with an A. I don't remember. But yeah, the gray Gatsby meow. Um, he's like Russian blue cat. I love that. Yeah. So. Perfect. That's what I spend my time doing. <laughs> hey, me too. Oh, I found it. With underscores. Yes, with underscores, yeah. Perfect. Um, awesome. Well, as always... Everyone, hope you have a nice week. Yeah. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. 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 To follow us on social media, follow us at on the underscore download on Twitter and at on the download podcast on Instagram. You can also find us individually at meganspell.com and laurenoriega.com.